Uh, so it's just, I, I, I know you said that watermelon was really good because it had like high glycogen levels, but I heard that it's really, really not good to eat because it's um, too acidic. Mm. So it causes like upset stomachs and things like that. Is that like, or is it because it's too sugar or what? What we're going to be talking about is recovery. I'm sure you guys worked out so hard over the weekend. Some of you had a race. I don't know if you've, you've done back-to-back -back Ironman or like just several days of craziness in sports. So, but I've done, I believe, well, the longest Ironman was actually eight Ironman in eight consecutive days. And I did that in Switzerland. Uh, the one that I had my Guinness World Record is five Ironman in five consecutive days. And uh, it was uh, as a fastest female, that was in Mexico. The other one that was back-to-back -back cycling, I believe that was like about 10 days. And that was in Russia. That was uh, 2017. And that was basically, it's crazy, kind of like Tour de France, but it's more of like 200 miles to 400 miles. And yeah, so what I would do is that I would, after the race, it will be after midnight, I sleep, I carboload, and then go back again to riding to at least 200. When I get like under 200 miles, I was actually very happy. I said like, way, yay, it's under 200, but it was like, it was crazy. So just, you can just imagine how much recovery is very important because not just the race, actually, just during the training. I mean, at the time I was actually a full-time engineer back then. Of course, I have family, friends, and then, you know, I still have to do my laundry, <laughs> dishwashing, all those good stuff, right? But during those times, I, I remember myself getting sick often. That was back in 2014. And actually, I was really bummed because I would be sick every weekend. And I didn't like it. Since then, I started like studying, okay, what am I supposed to do so I don't get sick, so I don't get injured? And that was back in the 2015 when I registered for five Ironman in five consecutive days or 10 Ironman in 10 consecutive days. So those are the years, months where I was actually researching, asking elite athletes, even those competitors, and they're legends, actually. I was really lucky to actually be racing against them. So, you know, I, I asked their secrets, you know, what do you guys do? How do you guys recover? And then other than that, I've been just reading books, listening audiobooks. I finish one book every week. I'm sure you, uh, a lot of my athletes know that. So what you're going to hear today, and I'm very generous to share you, the different things that I've been doing and basically a compilation. A lot of my athletes, they, they've received this one through like a Google doc, but I am willing to actually share to everyone. Uh, so at least you guys, hopefully you find it beneficial. You guys are ready? Okay. So let's get started. I was trying to think like what the title is because I said like in triathlon, but then I'm like, well, this one is applicable actually in different sports. So rest, recovery, and self-care in sports. And actually put this one together. I had it all compiled as a research, but I, I put it nicely. So at least I can present it to you guys. It is not the swim, bike, run sessions or races that will make you fitter. It is the recovery, the adaptation and regeneration from the stress caused by those activities. And it's not about just physical recovery. It's mental recovery and relaxation too. Okay. You know, I remember myself, so I would have like a big race, let's say that, you know, five Ironman in five consecutive days or like three back-to-back -back like big race, kind of like Ultraman. Ultraman is 10 kilometer swim followed by 90 mile bike, day one, 
day two is 170 mile bike and then day three is 52.4 mile run this one is only by qualification i remember myself like you know like within two three weeks i don't feel any soreness anymore so what's the uh what's the answer to this am i recovered or not when i don't feel soreness say yes raise your hand if i'm recovered by feeling not sore who said yes cheryl say yes okay jerry you're not sore so you're recovered okay um so let me share to you the answer is actually no okay because recovering is not just about muscle soreness you know your body goes through so many different experience during the race it goes through like this shock or stress okay so to me i'm not sore but then you know like my coach would ask me like okay are you get are you ready to work out yeah i think so because i put so much energy on that big race it's not only like what's not only affected is not just physical aspect okay your digestive system different systems in your body is affected Plus, the most important thing is actually psychological, okay? So, you know, I was, I was ready to work out, but my mind was not ready. I tried to push myself, but I was just like dragging myself. That is normal. And don't hate yourself if you feel like that, okay? So right after a race, take a time to actually really, truly recover. And that's what I'm going to discuss right now, okay? Now, why rest recovery and self-care are important so this ones are actually the values of feisty fox coaching and why is it important because we want to prevent injury i also value longevity in training and racing so it's not about just one race it's actually for you to be able to continue doing what you love to do uh, the longest that you can okay high performance in training and racing definitely health and last but not the least enjoyment in sports okay because you know we're 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 doing this triathlon because we want to be happy and this rest recovery and self-care are important i have a question for you <laughs> recovery or not recovery let's say if you are being overtaken by shopper bike when cycling or beach bike is that a recovery say yes if it's a recovery all right so yes, it's a recovery. If you're being overtaken by someone, like you know, a beach bike, you are recovering, definitely, okay? Next thing, 90 minute easy spin becomes a two hour ride with few hills. Recovery, yes? No, I see not. No, it's not recovery. I hear athletes, even my athletes would say, coach, I have a recovery. I'm going to ride with my friends. Guess what? It's a group ride. You get pressure. Now it's like, oh, it's so hard to hold myself back. And I see the training peaks. You see the heart rate so high. 170, is that recovery or not? 170, 180, that's not recovery, okay? All right. So when we say active recovery, spin or swim or run, whatever that is, it's somewhere where and it's a pace where and you're so ashamed that your friend's going to see you doing that because <laughs> you're just so slow. That is an active recovery. When it's active recovery, that could be at high cadence, but not high cadence that you're really working out your heart rate. So, you know, there's got to be a balance there too, okay? Let's see. What else? Five-minute cool down at the end of a hard workout. Correct? Recovery? Yes? Five-minute cool down? Okay. Kathleen saying no? No? It's a start of recovery. 
cooling down. It's getting start to what's next. So it's a start, okay? Of course, we need more than that. Light stretching, is that re recovery? Let me see. Yes, recovery? Yay, okay, good. Okay, let's see what else. Swim, stretch your body and enjoy the water. No expectation, no electronics, okay? Yes, recovery? Yes. I usually give this one to my athletes. Just stretch your body. Just enjoy it. Have fun like a kid. <laughs> All right. I don't feel sore. I'm recovered. So this is the one that I uh, talked about earlier. When you don't feel sore, it doesn't automatically mean that you're recovered. Okay. Okay. This one. This one is tricky. Today, I have a full rest day from my training, but I will need to cover 14-hour shift tonight at hospital's intensive care unit. So you're not working out. Is that recovery or not? No, right? Yeah, I know it sucks. The thing about this one is that we don't just look at one aspect, which is the training. With my athletes specifically, you know, that's why hopefully they don't get tired of me asking how their life is. But I ask them different things, not just the workout. You know, I look at the overall stress because overall stress matters. Overall stress includes your husband, your wife, your kids, <laughs> okay? Whether you have food for dinner or what you're going to cook or work, especially work, okay? Although, yeah, I use my work before as my recovery because I just sit. <laughs> it's much better. Okay. When and how to take care of yourself. So recovery or taking care of yourself, it doesn't happen only after training. It happens before, during training, and after training. So before training, you got to warm up first. That's why you have warm up. Cold muscles are fragile. Warm muscles are flexible and strong. You got to get ready that muscles, okay? It could be 10 minutes easy run. I prefer dynamic stretching rather than static stretching. Definitely mobility increases your range of motion. So for example, if you have tightness, your back, it's aching, or like let's say you have a tight IT band. Some of the examples is leg swings, Frankenstein walk, walking lunges, weight squats. Do you guys do some self-care when you're doing before training? Yes? I hope so. Okay, good. So next thing, when and how to take care of yourself during training. Well, first, during training, understand your workout, okay? You got to make sure you understand like those different measuring metrics. It could be variety of metrics, depending on what, what electronics you have. It could be power, heart rate, pace, speed, distance, and time. Ensure that you don't over or under train. So you got to make sure you understand it. Definitely use proper form because when, so you, what you want to make sure is that, for example, if you're too sore, you're not recovered yet, you're actually sacrificing the form and you know, that's actually higher risk of injury. So this is another thing that I tell my athletes. If you feel pain, this is the rule of thumb, and I hope my athletes know about this one. So I'm just going to remind everyone. If you feel pain, train more. No, just kidding. <laughs> okay. Actually, I always tell my athletes, please don't train in pain. Okay. I have an athlete. He's actually an Ultraman finisher, and he wanted to do a 100-mile run. And when he started running, he said, he didn't tell me what, that he's having pain. I said, why? Well, because I'm running 100 miles. Should it be painful? Right? So that some other athletes think about that. There's different about pain wherein it's just getting used to it or you're training your muscle or you're putting stress. And there's another pain wherein you're leading to injury. 
So you gotta make sure you determine. So if you feel pain, I suggest you lower your intensity and check form. Next thing, if pain doesn't subside, do dynamic stretching and self-massage. If it still doesn't go away, stop the workout and contact your physical therapist, sports doctor, or coach. During my training, I mean, for the five Ironman in five consecutive days, it's a crazy training. It's really hard. It's like back-to-back -back brick workouts, 10 miles, 11 miles after like 80 miles at the, in the mountains. And then, you know, I remember myself, like my Achilles would be hit or hurting during the run. And, you know, because I said like, oh, well, I have to train. I have to train. And my coach, I couldn't understand it. Like, you got to tell me. And, you know, I have to learn the lesson first when I actually started following. Definitely don't train in pain. You got to address that. Ever, ever since I learned it, when I feel something, something's tight, honestly, you would see me, I'm self-massaging myself. I'm doing those mobility workouts, okay? Because if I don't do anything, I know it's just going to get worse. And I always ask myself, do I continue this? If I continue doing what I'm doing, will I still be able to do the same workout tomorrow, the next few days, next week? And remember, I need to be, have consistency in working out. If I don't stop and I continue to work out, the danger is I may just hurt myself and there will be inconsistency in workout, which is what I didn't like. Okay? All right. So we're talking about during training. What's next? After training. So protein for repair, maintenance, growth, and recovery of muscles. There's different kinds of protein. You can eat it, uh, meat, chicken, even those who are vegan, you can get it from beans also. And then some others, you know, you can get it from uh, protein powder. Sometimes I do, I actually do advise uh, powder. Uh, this is my preference because for me, after a hard workout, I want that protein be absorbed right away immediately by my body and have it in liquid form. It makes it faster. And of course, there's also different kinds of protein. There's whey, there's casein, there's pea, uh, pea protein, there's vegan protein, plant-based. So there's different kinds. All right. Next thing. After training, you definitely need to rehydrate. You probably asked me, uh, you probably remember asking me asking you, what's your weight loss? Okay. For every pound lost after workout, you need to replace that with 16 to 20 ounces of fluid. Don't think like, oh my God, I lost weight. Yahoo! <laughs> you, probably, you just lost weight of water. Okay. You actually need to rehydrate. Aim for high amount of electrolytes, but low in sugar. Um, examples, coconut water, banana, Pedialyte, Gatorade, and other electrolyte drinks. Tip, add lemon to your water to help remove toxins and help digestions. Thumbs up if you guys are good. All right, good, awesome. Let's go back. After training, oh, foam roller. I'm sure you guys have foam roller. Slowly roll the targeted area until you find the most painful spot. Hold on that spot while relaxing. So about be between 30 seconds to 90 seconds. Uh, why? So you can release and break down knots, speed up muscle recovery, restore optimal muscle motion and enhance blood and lymph flow. So there's different kinds of foam roller. If it's higher density, it's harder. There's also rumble roller. If you're a beginner and this is something new to you or you have like low tolerance, pain tolerance, uh, start with lower density foam roller. Basically what you want is to dig into the trigger points. So this is a rumble roller. It's big, it's heavy. 
I bought this one because my personal trainer used this one for me, especially on my back. So like, for example, what he would do for me is that I lay on my back and he will have his weight on here and then be able to roll much better. So there's different kinds. As long as you have one and you're using it, definitely if you're not using it, oh, that's not good. <laughs> All right, next thing. Lacrosse ball. I travel a lot. I do have this one. And I know, I'm sure you guys heard me, especially my athletes. I have this one because I multitask. So let's say, especially when I was training for Red Bull Trans-Siberian Extreme, when I drive to the mountains, about one hour drive, and I do back-to-back -back cycling, this one, I'm sitting on it <laughs> while I'm driving, okay? Because I want to multitask or like I'm rolling it on my knee. And then you know what else that what I do is that I actually put this one on my jersey because I really do back-to-back -back, and it's a long day in the mountains. So I would do like, let's say eight to 10 hours. But like I told you, I don't train in pain. So if there's something, anything tight, but you'll see me in the ground actually rolling my glutes if I need to, because I need to get my training in. And if I don't do it, I'm just going to continue to hurt. So I also take this one with me. And I know there's a lot of athletes that I coach who flies a lot. Uh, one of them is actually Julie. I told her, like, you know, take this one. You can take a check-in, but not this one. <laughs> if you're in the plane, just sit on it. Okay, so at least when you get off, you know, it's not too bad. And it's cheap. I think it's like $10 or nine. And you get three, I think. All right, next thing, uh, magnesium. It decreases muscle soreness. So because the thing is that to, uh, if you have magnesium, you got to make sure that you don't put too much or like you don't ingest too much because you could be going to the bathroom, you know, having diarrhea, which is not good. So I have, I, I use this one, magnesium lotion. So I can put as much as I can. <laughs> okay. Epsom salt in warm water, okay? Foods rich in magnesium, coconut water, ginger, raw spinach, dark, leafy vegetables, bone marrow, Brazilian nuts. If you don't take enough magnesium in your diet, consider taking magnesium tablets. So actually it was my doctor who told me, hey, you gotta take magnesium. So I started taking magnesium, yeah, since my sports got crazy. But do not overdo it because you can have diarrhea, which I did also, which is not good. Okay. Like for example, even just the coconut water, like if you're not used to like drinking so much coconut water, don't do it. Okay. Especially even before your race, some athletes, you know, actually there's one athlete, you know, Oh, coconut water sounds good. So I'll drink a lot. Right. But if you're not used to doing that, your body, your digestive system is going to get in shock and yeah, it could just jeopardize your race. So just be very careful. After training, I do have, I also do use glutamine or L-glutamine. You'll see this one actually in protein powder. If you see it, there's glutamine in there. It supports immune system, protects muscle tissue, aids in recovery. However, if you see the amount of glutamine in a protein powder, it's actually low. So I actually have a separate one. All right. Uh, eat anti-inflammatory foods. I hope you guys are familiar with uh, anti-inflammatory inflammatory foods, especially blue, red, and purple colored fruits and vegetables, ginger, and pineapple. Avoid inflammation, aggravating. These are the yummy stuff, especially gluten, sugar, soda, alcohol, and fried foods, you know, French fries. Yeah, but it's good, right? <laughs> yeah, salt. Okay, so these are some of the things that I do to recover fastest. Wear compression caps, sleeves, or you can, you know, there's also for your feet. Okay, it increased blood circulation. Strategically, I actually use this one 
so it can hold ice in your compression sleeves. Okay, so you probably seen my, my races where I have my compression sleeves. It's because I want to sleep some ice there just to numb my muscles, my calves. Or like for example, when I'm running, I have my compression shorts, shorts so I can sl slip some ice there too. And my legs just can run forever. <laughs> so yeah, it's good. Try it. <laughs> All right, five to 15 minute ice bath. Do this right after your workout. Very effective in rapid recovery and prevent of muscle soreness. Alternative, direct icing of inflamed body part, but part is also highly effective. There's also some gyms do have pool with very cold water. I realized that later on <laughs> after. So what I would do before, like when I know that I have a back-to-back -back, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday of long workouts, I have like bag of ice from 99 cents in the freezer. And so it's ready. I have like three, four. Um, so it's ready and then I just sit there 15 minutes my protein uh, shake is ready and I go to bed I always just want to be always prepared like what if this one happens what do I what can I use so I bought some some of this one they use it in like physical therapy so I think this one is for shoulders you know like for cold so my shoulders I put it here or for my back there's several things there are some also where in you know like a, a wrap and then you could put it on your knee so you don't have to hold it. So you can just buy it at Amazon. Other things, leg elevation. It can help drain the blood from lower limbs and encourage fresh new blood, blood in when you stand up. So about three to four minutes. Some, some do it longer, okay? Uh, other things, deep tissue massage. Weekly deep tissue massage and then light massage two days before the race. If it's too expensive, you know, option is foam roller. Yeah, I depend on deep tissue massage a lot. EMS, electromuscular stimulator. I'm sure you've seen those hands in physical or like with chiropractor. So I have this one, I have Pompex. I'm sure you've seen this one. It's EMS basically, but it's just wireless. So this one is what I actually brought with me in Russia because it's wireless. So what I was doing, <laughs> so, because there's really not a lot of time. So when I was sleeping, I would sleep. I'll just leave this one on my calves or wherever I needed to. So, and, it, and there's a timer. So it will actually, it's complex. It will just turn off. To me, it's effective, okay? What else? This one, Theragun, or Rento cordless massager. So these are the new things that came up, but I do have the Rento, so it's rechargeable. So like, for example, on like cycling events, so we, I, we just plug it in, and if I need a massage, I got it massaged right away. So I don't bother my support crews, because they're tired too. Okay, next thing. What else? All right. What do I do to recover fast? Restful sleep. Some top sleep inducing tips. I'm not sure if you guys remember, but I used to actually not be able to sleep well because I have my Hashimoto, but I'm able, I've been able to actually, you know, get through that. But these are some, some help of how you can have restful sleep. Uh, use the bedroom for sleeping only. Have a soft lighting. Have a nice warm bath before going to bed, turn off your phone, stop checking Facebook, stop answering from your coaches. <laughs> Don't finish a training session right before going to bed. Try to eat at least 90 minutes before bedtime. Drink some warm milk, cut out caffeine, especially after midday. Limit alcohol consumption, invest in good quality bedding, use lavender essentials. 
So this one is a portable one. You can have it also in your phone. There's like some app already. So it's basically white noise. It just blocks the, other, the noise outside. So I've used this one when I, I was racing. Again, I'm when I was racing because I have to sleep. So I have to force myself. Just imagine that you're racing and you have to force yourself because you're too tired. So these are the, one of the things that I've used. White noise or lavender essentials. Mind relaxation. So you have to recover mentally as well as physically. Clearing your mind of clutter, worry, and stress. Watch TV, play Scrabble, cook a delicious meal, meditate, read a book, pet your pet. Go to movies, spend time with family and friends. You guys do this one? Mind relaxation? Yeah? You guys ever stop thinking? I asked one of my athletes, like, when do you stop thinking? I used to be like that. It's so hard. I just have to sleep. But yeah, yeah, we need to make sure that we do relax our mind. Okay. Let me see what else we have. Food. Cool stuff. You know, when I was trying to like, okay, what am I going to do? How can I recover fast? What am I going to eat? So these are the good stuff. Okay. So then I start buying. All right. Pineapple. Uh, it's rich in proteolytic uh, enzyme called bromelain, which produces substance that help fight pain and inflammation. You probably heard Amy say, pineapple, yes. Yes, pineapple is good for recovery. Uh, blue, red, and purple fruits and vegetables. So for example, red pepper, strawberries, tomatoes, blueberries, uh, blackberries, purple plums, purple grapes, eggplant, purple cabbage, purple potatoes. A lot of purple. <laughs> They contain antioxidant flavonoids that limit inflammation, prevent tissue breakdown, improve circulation, and promote a strong collagen matrix and reduce delayed onset muscle soreness or dumps or soreness. I usually just eat tomatoes or strawberries. Other things, ginger. Two grams of ginger a day helps fight inflammation, reduce exercise, induce muscle pain. I actually have like ginger tea. I don't like <laughs> chewing ginger, but you can do that too, okay? Other things, foods with very high anti-inflammatory rating. Garlic, pepper, parsley, dark leafy greens, onion, salmon, avocado, apple cider, vinegar. You know, what I suggest just for, you know, just so at least you're more, more aware, you can Google like what are the high inflammatory food and you'll be surprised, okay? So like for example, bread is actually part of it. Okay, a lot of processed food definitely. Um, but then, yeah, it's, it's good to know what are those so you can avoid it if in case you really need to recover fast because it will just make it worse if you just continue eating those inflammatory foods. So this one is anti. So if it's high anti. So there's actually rating, okay? Cherries, uh, raise sleep hormone, turmeric, highly effective against inflammation. I'm sure you've seen turmeric. It's used for curry, ghost powder. You can eat it, powder. <laughs> or I actually just buy a tablet, especially when I'm working out a lot. So I have a tablet that says turmeric and ginger. You can get it from Amazon. Omega-3 fats, cold water fish, algae, fish oil, high levels of DHA are optimal. One is to one EPA to DHA. So this one is a, basically omega-6 and omega-3. Omega-6, like for example, vegetable oil, so that's omega-6. You want to, as much as possible, make sure that one is one, okay? Oftentimes, if you're not actually eating fish, my suggestion, just check it out. Omega-3 is important in your diet, okay? 
Other things, avoid eating, drinking milk at the same time as berries and cherries. Proteins in milk will inhibit antioxidant activities. Wait at least an hour after whey protein, after having whey protein or anything with those. Okay. Other, so, you know, if you really, really want to not get sick, so these are the things. Uh, vitamin C, bell peppers, kiwi, strawberries, pineapple, oranges, broccoli, tomato, kale. Uh, foods rich in vitamin E. Almonds, peanuts, broccoli, kale, spinach, avocado, peanuts, green olives. As you can see, you know, like some foods are coming out often. <laughs> this is what you like. Foods rich in zinc. Go get your dark chocolate. Okay, garlic, sesame seeds, almonds, salmon, kiwi, avocados, blackberries. I love avocado. Avocados all over. Foods rich in glutamine, seafood, red cabbage, eggs, nuts, beans, parsley, dark leafy greens, bone broth. Okay. Foods rich in probiotic, sour kimchi, pickled ginger. You gotta make sure you have healthy bacteria in your gut. Okay. So that's for probiotic. Especially if you had, like for example, antibiotic, just make sure you get those healthy bacteria. So you know, like after a hard workout, you need to make sure that you replenish your glycogen. Glycogen is the fuel in your gas tank that you need to keep going. You're in, in an aid station. Where are you going to get? Get those watermelon, pineapple, kiwi, potatoes, okay? To replenish your glycogen fast because they really have high glycogen in them, okay? To replenish electrolytes. So electrolytes is not basically just sodium, okay? These are the essential electrolytes. Potassium-rich foods, so potatoes, bananas, avocados, spinach, turnip greens, collard greens, kale, tomato, prunes, raisins, peas, beans. Magnesium rich foods, coconut water, leafy greens, almonds, dark chocolates, avocados, pumpkin seeds, black beans, eggs, sweet potatoes. Chloride rich foods, uh, table salt, beef, sardines, cheese, olives, sauerkraut, lettuce, celery, tomatoes. Calcium rich foods, asparagus, broccoli, kale, collards, almonds, blackberries, oranges, walnuts. That's it. Well, basically on those foods, as you can see, I don't think you've seen uh, processed foods, right? They're basically natural whole foods, okay? So any questions or anything that you would like to share that I did not cover? I had a question. Sure. Who's that? Was that Selma? Yeah, hi. Hi. What's up? Uh, so it's just, I, I know you said that watermelon was really good because it had like high glycogen levels, but I heard that it really did, it's really not good to eat because it's um, too acidic. Mm. So it cause like upset stomachs and things like that. Is that like, or is it because it's too sugar or what? It's I don't understand where that argument is coming from is kind of what I'm asking. Do you guys agree with that? Do you guys hear that? It's actually the other way around. <laughs> like for example, when I did that Uberman, which is 400 miles from Palos Verdes to bad water. There was a point where I was dehydrated and uh -huh. I cannot eat or drink anything else, but of course water and watermelon. So I think it's the other way around unless I'm wrong. So just tell me. But in my experience, the no, water... I'm not sure. That's why I was asking because I had just okay. heard that before. So I just, I wasn't sure if you understood where that reasoning was come from or where, yeah. why they had said that. Yeah. But I trust your opinion better, more than I do theirs. I just... I just was yeah. kind of confused. Just I had heard it was a bad thing, but I mean, it's offered at every aid station almost that you release it. Yeah, yeah. Well, basically, based on my experience, where, mm -hmm. in my, where in my stomach was acidic already because I was dehydrated. 
Mm-hmm. So I couldn't, I couldn't drink even Gatorade because it was just acidic. Remember, don't get to that dehydration mode. I was in dehyd- I was dehydrated. So I was throwing up everything except the watermelon. And actually okay. that, that got me felt better. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yes. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Okay. Anyone else? Just unmute yourself. Go ahead, Kathleen. Hey, I have some toys that you might be interested in. So yeah, show it. Okay. These are, there's two different sizes. These are great on airplanes. They're kind of spiky. I know. <laughs> they feel you, really good. Where do you put them? Um, on my tail. <laughs> okay, so okay, okay. I have two yellow ones, so they go on each in each glute or in the lower back, or I can really focus with the big one one at a time. Cool. These, on the, or, yeah. This another one here is a ball on a stick. Where do you use that? Um, I actually, if I really want to focus on, I use it anywhere from the glutes to okay. under my arm shoulder area. So. Mm-hmm. Can, I mean, the dog thinks it's hers, but it's not. Um, That's good. But yeah, this one's a dual end, so you can actually kind of like really kind of get it under here and okay, and use it under your arm. Okay, good, good. I'm glad. Love toys. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> I'm gonna share you another one here. I posted this one. I'm sure you have this one. You know, oh, thank you. Yeah. Your back, my rhomboid, or like just basically different things. It's pretty good. But what I don't like about this one is just hard to transport it. <laughs> it's too big. I can't put it in a suitcase, I guess, in a bike case. But yeah, so that's one of the things. Anyone else who wants to share or add party? Yes, I, I have one question. Go ahead, like, David. Uh, you talk about a little bit or just a little bit about light stretching. But sure. in terms of running or swimming or biking or whatever, what are, what are your advice for stretching? Before, after, how much, what kind of exercises? That's sure. my question. So my suggestion is actually I'm more into a dynamic stretching, not just the static stretching. So okay. I've shared this one. I'm going to go back there. Actually, leg swings, Frankenstein walk, walking lunges, deep body weight squats. So those are mobility, dynamic stretching. Some of the other things, you know, to activate the glutes. So those are the other things that I have my athletes to actually do before running to activate the glutes. So to prevent, to make sure that there's high performance in running and also uh-huh. let me see. Oh, so for example, and it really depends on you. Okay. So it really depends okay. on where the tightness is. You got to, you would know yourself. So for example, for me, my neck is always tight. So I work on my neck more or like, for example, let's say, you rode a bike, like let's say Saturday, right? You went to the mountains, long ride. And the next day is that you're pretty sore on your hip flexor or pretty tight. You need to make sure to actually do dynamic stretches on that. But when you do that, make sure that you're warm up first. Because if you just stretch right away without, you know, and especially if you're, if you're pretty stiff and you're not flexible, then you mm-hmm. might just hurt yourself, okay? After the workout, I suggest is for you to dig into your muscle first, like self-massage, dig into your nuts first. And then once you're like warm up and then, you know, then you can stretch gradually. Okay. So it, you can, we can say like 10 minutes of warm up, a little sure. bit of dynamic stretching, yeah. Yeah. training, massages, yes. and yes. then a little bit more of a stretching. Right, right. So okay, you want to know good. your trigger points too. Okay, so for example, let's just say, because I have a book of uh, trigger points therapy for massage. And then, so that's where I look. So for example, let's say your knee is hurting, 
it doesn't mean that the knee is the one that's root cause. Okay. Okay. That means it's just actually the knee is the victim. So now you got to okay. find the suspect. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you got to find the trigger points. It could be your IT band. It could be your glutes, right? But you feel the knee. So don't blame the knee all the time. Got it? Yeah. So you, you know, because yeah. like right now I have plantar fasciitis and didn't stretch that much. So I don't know if it's caused probably because of my lack of stretching that I had these plantar fasciitis. And I don't know if I, if doing a stretch a lot can heal. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that's another topic, but stretching is not really enough to actually heal okay. your plantar fasciitis. You need to really dig into your muscles. Okay. And actually, that's overuse. In most cases, there's overuse and not a lot of taking care during the actual training. So that relates to also your footwear, okay? And also strengthening your foot also, okay? Okay. So, yeah, sorry to hear about that, David. We can talk more so I can help you out. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, it could, it could take long, okay? So oh, well. you really need to have a proper way to actually get through it. Anyone else who wants to share that I didn't cover or anyone, anything that stands out of what you've listened? Well, it's all, it's all good information. I utilized a lot of what you've said over the last months and it yeah. definitely, if, if you use it all, you can come to things pretty healthily. Good. So actually another one is that if you're traveling, my suggestion is check it out where you're going to get your massage there. Because sometimes if you're there, it's really just hard to find the good one and you might get charged highly. Okay. Anyone else? Was it helpful? I hope. Very good. Very good. All right. Okay. Okay. So hearing it, it's not going to make you healthy recovered. You got to do it. So, you know, like I have office, I have to remind, what's your recovery? What exact recovery did you do yesterday? Right, Selma? <laughs> So I would actually, because I need to make sure. Okay, so one thing is actually when we put stress on our body, it's good, right? You're really, you know, you got to be, you, you're going to be stronger only if you are able to actually fully recover. Because when you're recovering, that's when you get stronger. If you don't, you are not recovering and you keep on piling, piling that load, most likely you're going to be overtrained, you're going to get sick and hopefully not injured, but you, yeah, you're putting yourself into injury. Again, last thing is that you got to make sure that you do have at least one rest day, either seven to 10 days, and you know yourself better. Some people need recovery days more often than others. Okay, some recover fast. So that's another part where, in, where you have a race. Some people need like three recovery or three taper weeks before the race, some needs only two. Okay, so those are the things that bears between individuals. Good, I think that's pretty much it. Thank you. Thank you so good much. Good night for you. joining. Okay, have a good night. Bye-bye. Thank you, bye. You're welcome, bye.